0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. For For all NBA
1: warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Nat and Justin. What up? This
2: is Golden Spaces an Odyssey Original Podcast with Justin and Nat. We are here to talk about the Warriors. A win. At this point, I feel like sometimes the fan base, even though they're excited for the wins, don't get excited for the wins when it's at home because you're like, "Oh well, let's see what they're gonna do on the road." But for tonight, they did what they had to do, and um, we're gonna get into it. Before we get into it, like ladies, I just want to let y'all know this is not planned. Justin and this wife beater setting the thirst trap. <laughs>
1: Oh, um,
2: no. it's like I don't know what's going on here. So, um, you know, try to contain yourself, okay, ladies. Okay. <laughs> so, wow. I'm just saying. I mean, if I was on here with a wife beater, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's good vibes. The Warriors won. That's 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 all this is. It's just good vibes. Do they
2: call right them right? in other states, or is that just the New York thing?
1: Oh yeah, no, 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 it? yeah. We should okay. probably change the name of it. That's that's just not a good name for it's anything. Really
2: not, that's not. I just call
1: them a beater. I just call it a beater. I don't put the wife in front. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: okay, yeah, but no. Let's get to this game. So, Justin, like mad people. So I, I sort of low-key, low I want to say low-key because I didn't mean it as disrespect, but I can understand how it came off like that. Um, we sort of kind of both did it. But when we talked in the last episode and we talked about, you know, like what would need to happen for the Warriors to get five or six, we kind of only discussed the Clippers and the Lakers. And we didn't really mm-hmm. acknowledge the Pelicans. I mean, we kind of did, but we didn't, right? And then I continued it and made it worse. And I don't remember if it was the same day that we did the pod or the next day, I don't know. But, oh, it was when they lost. I think it was maybe before we hopped on the pod or after. I don't remember, the same night. But I, I basically said like that the Warriors control their own destiny, right? Because mm-hmm. I was saying that because people are like, well, they gotta because I I kind of broke down like, you know, the the Clippers and Lakers play each other. And I was like, uh, ah, you know, the Pelicans are right behind. But basically, I was like, We know one of the Lakers or the Clippers are gonna lose Wednesday. Like they're playing each other. So someone is gonna take the necessary out. So as long as the Warriors just win, like they control their destiny still. So like you don't have to go so crazy over this loss, right? But in theory, technically that was not true because you also needed the Pelicans to lose. But in my mind, the Pelicans were never winning four games. So that was like a factor. So it was sort of like, I didn't explicitly say that, but it was implicit in my, you know, prediction. they're like, well, you need two of. And I'm just like, well, first of all, none of these teams are winning out the rest of their games. But I for sure know the Pelicans are not winning out. So, <laughs> so I'm sorry. And the Pelicans did lose tonight. So Now I can comfortably say the Warriors control their own destiny so y'all can stop like going crazy, but maybe they won't because I know people are going to be worried about what they do on the road. So, you know, it is what it is, but the Warriors won tonight. They beat OKC without Klay Thompson on the floor and got contributions from a lot of people. Um, I'm sure it was frustrating for a lot of people because they were down most of the game. They didn't lead until the fourth quarter um like a habit not a habit but like just a a pattern that you've pointed out all season which is teams just be shooting hot against us like on some next level type stuff and like you pointed out because you did a because like Justin like Justin's you know, the brains of this operation. And uh <laughs> you you point out like that, like, no, it's really just versus us, and it's not a defense thing. Like you broke down, like, yeah, sometimes okay, fine, a little defense, but like you you showed and discussed, like how like this is good defense, and they're just making tough shots, and it's like this thing with the Warriors. So was that was that at play tonight for OKC or what what was going on?
1: Yeah, I think it was definitely at play tonight. I think they were playing with a little bit of desperation. You know, like
2: okay, see just the top. Well,
1: well, both teams were playing with desperation, but I think OKC it showed up in their shot making. Um, you know, guys like Shea, not he he'll hit threes, but he's not a three point shooter. He's a driver. He gets to the to the paint, shoots his mid ranges and stuff like that. Hits two threes in the first quarter. Um I think Jalen Williams hit two threes in the first half as well. He's about like a 34% shooter, 35% shooter, definitely on low volume. Like these are all drivers. I think OKC leads the league in drives per game. And they just came out just hitting, hitting hella threes. Like I want to say they hit 17, 18 threes, maybe this game. And that's a lot of threes, right? And when they weren't hitting threes, they were getting to the paint and on the occasion where the Warriors' defense is good enough to contain the dribble, they're shooting contested mid-ranges over guys, and they're just hitting them and hitting them and hitting them. I'm like, all right, so everybody's Kevin Durant tonight, right? Like, this is a, a right. OKC team full of KDs. Um, but, you know, when it was winning time, they, they buckled down and got enough stops to win. But for the majority of that game, OKC was just on a heater. Everybody on the team was on a heater.
2: Mm. Wow. It didn't matter because the Warriors, as our producer Greg put it right in the title, overcame a 10-point halftime deficit um, to come back and win the game. And he says behind Curry's 34 points. And yes, Steph did do the damn thing. But Jordan Poole, huge in that fourth quarter. Huge in the fourth quarter. And actually, before I get to Jordan Poole, how about your boy Moody tonight?
1: Moody showed up I told people he's ready stay ready um yeah hit shots play defense like there was a few instances where you can see he was kind of a little bit you know not as sharp because he hasn't been playing so there were some things that you know he was kind of behind the play a little bit but you know the plays where he did make they were huge plays he got a, a big dunk in the game yeah he was just Smart player. And he looked like the Moody that we saw last year, right? Or like what we expected him to take that next step where he can chip in 10 points and get some rebounds and do stuff like that. So really happy to see how he played. Um Not sure how much he'll play going forward with Wiggins coming back very soon. And, and Clay, obviously not going to be out for the rest of the season, but he played, he he did his part tonight.
2: Yeah, he did. I was happy for him that he got that little burn. Um, Kevin Looney again with the rebounds. Like I mean, he's just incredible. Um, but yeah, Jordan. I, first of all, before the postseason begins, I'm gonna need Jordan to like figure out what's going on with his free throws. He's missing a little bit too many for me. Um, but that aside, that aside, Jordan was huge in the fourth quarter. Huge.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news.
1: Yeah, I think he had what 18? 18 in the fourth quarter. Yeah, he shot himself in the rhythm. He was not on for majority of the game. Um, he was turning the ball over, and then I think, I mean, like we always say, he was more decisive. He started hitting shots. He was making quick decisions whether they were good or bad. Some of the shots that he took were like, oh, and then he ended up making them, and we're like, whoa, hooray, right? Like, but they were quick decisions. That's the that's the difference between him making a huge impact on the game and him. Making a huge negative impact in the game when he starts to dance a little bit too much, try to spin moves and all of that, loses the ball. But that fourth quarter, he was like, I'm before I catch the ball, I know I'm going to shoot, I know I'm going to drive, and I'm going to play like that. And that's that's what he did. And it, good things happened based off that.
2: For sure. Draymond was huge defensively. Dante and GP2 just impact plays all over. I mean, how how have you felt about GP2 since his return?
1: It looks like they're kind of slow walking him a little bit. Um, I think they're trying to monitor how his body responds to more minutes and stuff like that. I'm not sure if he's like 110% back healthy, but he looked good. He had a good monster, like put back dunk early in the game. Um, you know, just on-ball defenses there. And we finally got a kind of like a glimpse of what him and Dante could look like together on a court for an extended period. Cause we've seen like a one or two minute stretch or one or two possessions, but we hadn't seen them like for three, four or five minutes in a row playing together. We finally saw that their ball pressure really affects teams, right? Like, OKC is a perimeter based team, right? They don't have a ton of like front court players that can really hurt you, but all of their, all their backcourt guys are tall. Like, and you know, Shea six, six, Jalen Williams, six, six, Josh Giddy, six, eight, Right. They got ball handlers that are really tall and, and you can bother those type of guys by getting shorter, quicker guys like Dante and GP2 to get under their handle, forcing to change direction and stuff like that. So that's how they really bothered them later in the game. And they really couldn't get anything clean, um, you know, at the end, other than Shay, you know, a few mid range pull ups that you really aren't going to stop with anybody. But really, really happy to see like Gary and oh, what I call them like coffee and cream go out there and really wreak havoc defensively behind Draymond or in front of Draymond.
2: And of course, I mean, what else can you say about staff, you know, especially after the the Denver shooting game, nice way to bounce back. Does not seem like he's going to get the 50, 40, 90 this year, unfortunately, but um, still incredible game nonetheless.
1: Yeah. I think he saw like early on what he needed to do. Once, you know, Clay's out, no Wiggins, it, it was one of those games I tweeted earlier in the, in the night. It was one of those 2021 games where it's like, all right, Steph, we need you to go for 40 or close to it in order for us to be in the game. And he kept them close until JP went crazy in the fourth quarter. He was the reason why the game wasn't a 20-point deficit, um, hitting shots, timely shots, and just doing doing Steph things the whole night. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> <laughs> Exactly.
2: For sure. I mean, look, they they did what they had to. And, like, they truly controlled their destiny. So, you know, um, it'll be interesting to see who they're going to ultimately end up playing, you know. Um, but good win, good win. Everyone should feel good about it. And two more games left. They got Sacramento in Sacramento. And then they got um, the the... Trailblazers in Portland. Now what's interesting though is um Sacramento is still two games behind Memphis. So I don't know by the time they play that game like if they're going to be like I mean they're young but I mean, you know, Fox had something going on earlier, you know, with his I think it was his hammy um Um, their center, what's his name? Sabonis. Sabonis. I mean, he's been playing all year with, like, the finger or whatever. But, I mean, they're not going to catch Memphis. So, this might be a time for them to say, let's just get a little extra rest for our guys. You know, I don't know. Like, Because, I mean, right now, at this point in the season, have we split? Or have they won the last one I know we've won one, but is this the third or the fourth matchup between them?
1: I want to say the it has to be the fourth because they're in the same division, but I don't remember playing them three times for some reason. Yeah, but sometimes Uh,
2: even in the same division, you only play three and not four. So
1: Yeah, okay. then Then it has to be the third one. Yeah, they split.
2: Yeah. So I mean, I guess cause like there's always the like, well, we don't want to play them again, like right before, or we don't, you know, so like Mike Brown might do some mind games unless they just have like some other kind of goals in mind. They might want to get to 50 wins on the season. So it could like, I just I I I'm just wondering if they're gonna actually play, you know, their their guys, because they don't, you know, Memphis Grizzlies, let me see. Memphis Grizzlies have Three games left. So technically, mm-hmm. technically, they can still catch Memphis and they owe the tie break. But they would need Memphis to, to lose two games out of the next three. And the Grizzlies, I mean, the Grizzlies have the Pelicans and Bucks and Thunder, so it is possible they could lose two of the next three. It's Grizzlies at Pelicans, Grizzlies at Bucks, and Grizzlies at Thunder. So it's three away games. So, yeah, they're probably gonna play.
1: The yeah, Cowboys, they're probably gonna the play. Have I, lost tonight. So
2: that's true. They so playing, they're
1: gonna, they're gonna be playing, be playing with desperation too. Yeah, yeah. I just checked. It is this is the fourth game. You do play, I think you play all your division um teams four times, like minimum. Oh, so it's or conference
2: that you don't always play. It's division yeah. you always play four, but conference, it could be three times.
1: Right, right. So okay, they played exactly. Sacramento three times within, like, their first, like, 11 games. The they Warriors
2: them. won two of them, right?
1: The Warriors did win two of those, yep. Okay. So, yeah, two. so
2: they might want to even the season series. I think they're going to play. When I just looked at the Grizzly schedule, they're going to – because, I mean, the Bucs don't necessarily have anything to play for, but the, the, I mean, the, Pelicans, might... the Pelicans and Thunder still do.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Bucks are trying to hold off Boston. I don't know how close Boston is to them in the standings.
2: No, I think Boston is because Boston lost tonight to the Sixers.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. So they're three. Yeah, games.
2: Boston is not. Yeah. So, you know, unless it's just like an MVP thing for Giannis, but I think he pretty much knows he's in third and he's not gonna get it, even though his coach tried to make a little push. So I mean, look, if they if all, all the teams play that they're supposed to play, those are three hard games for Memphis to win on the road. So Losing two is definitely possible and on that alone. Cause I don't think you think the um the Kings want to see the Warriors or the Lakers for that matter? They probably really would want what of the three, the Clippers, the Clippers, right? Would be definitely. my
1: guy. They definitely. They what they said the they set the record for points against the Clippers that game.
2: Right. Like both because, them and the Clippers
1: for all those points.
2: Yeah, because like In theory, if it was, like, them at two and, like, the Pelicans at seven, you know, they'd probably feel better about that, too. So, they probably really want to get to two rather than, like, remaining in three. So, you know, it's a lot of reasons for them to go for it. Hoping Memphis loses 50 games for the season, tie the regular season series with the Warriors. So, yeah. Okay. That's going to be Yeah, that's gonna be a game. So, um, but yeah, the Warriors need to just win one more game to pretty much, I think, be good for the sixth seed. But um, they should win out. The thing is, if the war, if the Lakers somehow manage to pull off winning out, if they, well, Look, they they had to beat Utah tonight in overtime. So. <laughs> they they had to go to overtime tonight to beat utah
1: yeah people are sold in the lakers somehow um i don't think they're the best matchup for the warriors in particular just because of ad but they haven't beaten anybody that's good since the trade deadline they haven't played anybody that's good really so people are just oh the lakers are going all the way like okay we'll see like we'll see
2: i mean but, i don't believe that at all but i guess yeah. my point is that like if they somehow managed to win out then they would take fifth over the warriors because they would finish with which i think is fine but i don't think that they i think they would want to be in the sixth spot and not the fifth so i could easily see like them being like all right we're gonna rest the last game because we got it like if they you know like but it depends on like what the clippers do right so um i think i've
1: read something about lebron being questionable for tomorrow night's game or something like that.
2: Yeah, I mean I knew that game was going to be interesting with them like on a back-to-back, so I don't know. We'll see what happens, but I I feel like the Clippers are probably going to be pretty desperate. Russ is going to be you know, on one, which can be good or bad and I don't know. I don't know who's going to win, but I think the Clippers might win that game.
1: Yeah, I think that'll be That'll be good for the for the whole thing for the Warriors if the Clippers win, and then it just kind of puts pressure on everybody and makes it a little weird. Um, but at the same time, the Lakers winning out and getting fifth, and the Clippers losing two games, I think would be a pretty good scenario for the Warriors as well because it'll just you know put the Warriors in at six, the Lakers at fifth, and then it's just like okay, Lakers, Suns, Nuggets, all y'all over there. Warriors, we'll be over here with the Kings and the Grizzlies and all those people. So either way, either way, I think it's, it's good obviously because one of those teams gotta lose.
2: Yeah. So we'll see. We'll 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 see how it um ends up. Um Yeah, it's, it's it's gonna be interesting. I have no sense of how this is gonna turn out. So whatever, <laughs> All right. I, like, I, I just really can't call it. I still don't know if the Warriors are going to be fifth or sixth. So, um, but whatever, moving on.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.